Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, my name is P. Ellison and this is Dave Cribb. Hello, good afternoon, morning, evening, good night. And how are you, Dave? You alright? Very well, thank you. Unbeknownst to people listening, this is the second attempt we've made to start the podcast. And I only want to draw yeah. attention to that because, yeah. not because of the technical failure in us uh, not doing it properly, but because you tried to do a different opening and then you got very anxious about it. And I don't know, yeah. just I felt like it was going somewhere, but then... You projected all your fears about how to start the podcast once again for about the third week in a row now. I, I've just, I've got a standard style of introduction, and I'm just going to stick to that because it's fine. It works, mate. It works. It does the job. Welcome to Friends with Friends, <laughs> uh, another episode where we dissect an episode of Friends uh, in excruciating detail, and we've got another friend with us. We have a friend. This week's friend on Friends with Friends. Uh, how many times can you say friend? Is the podcaster and radio presenter Pete Donaldson. Hi, Pete. Hello there, Dave and Pete. Hi. <laughs> Pleasure to have you here, Pete. What I like about it when um, radio presenters, uh, of which myself is one, Dave is one, as is Pete, uh, try to deal with the timings. Because we're used to doing time checks all the time. We start yeah. we start podcast by going, oh, I can't tell you what time it is. <laughs> you, could, you could be listening to this at any point. How Cover upsetting. All yeah. <laughs> there was a point, I think one episode, very early episode of this podcast, I said good morning. And not only did I realise that was useless for the reasons you just mentioned but we were actually recording in the afternoon as well so it was just it was wrong on all all levels possible um, just a mess gonna have to set some very quick ground rules okay because there's gonna be some Pete based communication yes, issues this week sure. for the first time so have we got a nickname that you mm. uh, PD at school I successfully rebranded myself uh, people started calling me Donny I didn't like that Donny I moved classes and successfully rebranded myself uh, to PD. You can never choose your nickname, apparently, but I managed to do it in this case. <laughs> That's impressive. Well, PD. We... I've literally never had a nickname. I really haven't. What? I've, I've just always been Pete. And then, like, no one even calls me Peter. I'm only just ever Pete now. Oh, well, because I'm always Peter up north, so shall I have Peter and you can have Pete? <laughs> yeah, yeah, why yeah? not? Let's go with that. that. All right, Let's cool. I was, I was edging towards Donny then. No, but you, can have, you can have Donny if you want. That's fine. Peter or Donny. That's going to be you. And then Pete, cool. you can just be Pete as normal. Um, That's fine. <laughs> let's talk about uh, what we're actually here to talk about, which is friends and not various nicknames of various Pete's. Uh, P- Peter. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I've already stumbled. Uh, what's your relationship with friends like? Um, I 
the program <laughs> uh, fractured and fractious uh, I um, I sort of grew up watching it as I think everyone of my age did I was very much in the core kind of you know 16 to 21 mm. kind of demographic of people who watch it and then uh, I'd go out with um, well now ex-girlfriends who would watch it on uh, on, on, on T4 not T4 um, E4 E4, E4 were just repeated and repeated and repeated so I've got yeah. them pretty much all down pat but then conversely on the other side of things I'm very forgetful uh, when it comes to character storyline um, and things like that. So I will get in the middle of a, an episode of Friends and realise I've seen it a million times before. I know everybody's seen every Friends before, but for me, re-watching a TV show is such a delight because I never remember I've seen it in the first place. I'll get to the middle of a John... <laughs> I've, I've read most John le Carre books, but I'll go, oh, I've not read that one. Get to the middle. Yeah, I've read that one. Not even the first two pages. I'll do this in the middle. So with Friends, this is the only episode I could actually remember off the top of my head, storyline-wise, because it made me laugh. I'm very envious of you. I'd <laughs> I'd love oh, to be able to do it's that. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. There's actually a standard friends question, which I've realised I think we should ask more people, Dave. Mm. Okay. Uh, Pete, please can you clarify, who's your favourite friend and who's your least favourite friend? Um, my, f- But this is like what the writers have given these people. It's not necessarily the characters themselves. Sure, I think yeah. I think some characters... Uh, d- does it have to be in the main cast then? I can't, can't just extraneous members. No, no, no. Expand beyond the oh. six if you so wish. Uh, the ugly native guy, I thought, got a, f- a, 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 um, a terrible rub of the green. Yeah. Um, I thought it was ugly naked guy, wasn't it? He yeah. was just ugly and naked all the time. I thought that was a bit, bit, bit rough. And he appeared in two episodes. We've discovered only so, two, to only two in person. What? But it was oh, in person. Oh, right, yeah. Six seasons apart, yeah. and it was the same actor both times. Brilliant, yeah. so fantastic. Was, work. There was continuity there. <laughs> didn't uh, what? Didn't Joy or Ross go over to the? flat at one point and then get naked yeah it was Ross when he was trying to uh, acquire his apartment nice in a property system I still fail to understand no. because he was trying to lease an apartment off presumably another landlord <laughs> and to do that he thought he'd persuade the current tenants <laughs> that he was the best candidate I, I, it Mate, baffles me. It's no wonder that uh, the New York rental properties are full of bed bugs. Yeah. It's cause... Illegal subletting going on. <laughs> it's because of that. Yeah. Uh, where do you stand on Ross? The, the Ross issue is the one we have. Ross what? is polarising. Um, when I was a kid, I when, I when I was watching it for the first time when I was like 16, 17, and uh, me and a girl I really fancied, who actually weirdly fancied me, fancied me back. Uh, I, I know. Look at my withered <laughs> face now. That seems very unlikely, but she fancied me back. And I just didn't do anything because I was a big old scaredy cat. Uh, we to greet each other um, and talk about um, the last episode of Friends we watched the night before mm. with a hey you and that's a very non-northeast thing to say <laughs> to each other in the late 90s yeah. hey you hey you <laughs> um, but uh uh, yeah, I used to really hate Ross and thought he was terrible and Chandler was the guy because he got all the peppy kind of gags uh, and the lines. But uh, I, as you grow older, you realise that uh, Ross is very much the best character of the main set, I think it's fair to say. Okay. I think that was, that, was my, that was my conclusion I came to as well. I, I laid my cards on the table very early on, didn't I, Dave? Mm. You did, and actually the Chandler thing's interesting because I was the same as you I remember thinking mm. Chandler, that's the guy you want to be yeah. when you're 14 you're yeah. like he's so funny mm. and then you watch it back now and you go shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> just be quiet he's just the way of exiting a scene isn't he yeah. really do a joke yeah good yeah. right fans we play the music and then move on yeah good yeah. full stop 
So which episode have you picked by the virtue of memory alone? Uh, I, I certainly couldn't remember the title, but I think the title must be something like The One Where Joey Gets a Porsche. The One With Joey's Porsche. John With yeah, Joey's Porsche. Uh, yeah. Season 6, episode 5. Uh, yes. I'm going to do what I do every episode and read the synopsis out. Yeah, okay. okay. You're listening and you haven't watched it recently, just to catch you up. So there's mm. three plot lines in this one. Rachel forces Ross to get an annulment, but Ross is unwilling as he doesn't want to get divorced for a third time. When Rachel finds out in retribution, she fills out the form saying Ross is gay, mentally unstable and addicted to intravenous drugs, resulting in the judge disallowing an annulment, which leads Ross and Rachel to seek a divorce. Oh my God, there's a lot about Ross and Rachel in this synopsis. Mm. These are the Wikipedia ones we read every week, Pete, and they vary in length, quality <laughs> and sort of... A... Somebody must be doing these. I yeah, who it is. Exactly. Different people doing the one for each episode. It's why they're different length. <laughs> Meanwhile, Joey pretends to be the owner of a Porsche whose owner left his keys in Central Perk and Phoebe babysits the triplets and ropes in Monica and Chandler. Chandler swallows a toy gun and has to be taken to the hospital, leaving Phoebe alone. So mm. we've got three options. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start you, with? Well, you only get one. Ch- you only get one chance to do um, a, a Friends with Friends, and it's really upset me that I've chosen. Actually, watching the the, the, the TV show back, uh, I've chosen a, a, not the best episode, <laughs> but I remember Joey getting his Porsche slash slash uh, Porsche uh, for the first time, and it really made me laugh. Um, but the other two storylines are pretty dark and pretty basic. I'll pick you up on two points you just made there. One. Uh, most Friends episodes <laughs> as you watch them back it turns out and analyse them in detail you go that bit was gr- what the f- what was, yeah, what was happening for the rest of it uh, and the second point is we do not have enough Friends to cover 240 right, okay. episodes of Friends so with Friends back, like, right, so there is always more than one chance okay. uh, so, uh, well let's start with the Porsche shall we Porsche or Porsche yeah. is the main thing well um, you've spoken before uh, on this programme about the fact that Friends introduced you to um, um, pronunciations that I don't even think exist in America they just make them up yeah <laughs> like I think you were saying Barbados. 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 Yeah. Barbados. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, Porsche. Apparently, they say Porsche over there. Well, this is the thing. So I watched the first, and I, I remember doing it at the time, and then I watched it back for mm. this, and thinking, oh, it's an Americanism. Mm. Everyone just says Porsche then. Yeah. But then halfway through, Ross comes along, just drops a Porsche bomb, doesn't oh, he? Does he? Yeah. <laughs> does he? I didn't know so. Yeah. When you know, so so Joey will come on to this in a minute, but Joey's all kitted out, mm. and Ross meets him on the street and goes, "Did a Porsche throw up on you?" And yeah. Joey's comeback oh, is, yeah. oh, "Hey, it's Porsche." Oh yeah. right, okay. So yes. there's obviously some sort of clash even within the Americas. Well, didn't didn't um, David Schwimmer spend a little bit of time in England? I remember he got headbutted by a Glaswegian. Um, he got he got <laughs> he, he got a Glasgow kiss in a in a, in a party. Oh, and he just knocked the end of that Porsche <laughs> out of his head. Can I remember the first syllable? I did actually. I did actually Google uh, definitive pronunciation of Porsche oh, or good. Porsche, right. and it just it was still even that was inconclusive. <sighs> so God knows. I think sometimes you get like um, Adidas and. and Adidas. Adidas. Yes, yeah. I'm never going to call it Adidas. No, it's just I'm too old. <laughs> Look, I'll I'll keep up with the with the gay bi lesbian stuff. I'll keep I'll keep I'll keep up with that because that's important. Yes. But brand names they can go. I don't care. <laughs> let's, let's talk about Joey's behaviour then with the Porsche. Yeah. So there's I feel like this goes in waves. He finds the keys. He gets caught up in it. He sort of stands near the car. A couple of people implausibly walk past immediately and go, "I like your car. I like your car." Yeah. As soon as he finds the keys. The thing I. Found with, um, uh, I, d- I don't know, uh, does that happen in America really? It's like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know everyone like wants you to, to win and they're really happy with your success, <laughs> but not 
to a degree where you'd walk past a man with a nice car and go, ooh, that's a nice car. <laughs> You've made it, man. <laughs> well done, you, sir. <laughs> like just a random dude chatting to you about living upstate and stuff like that. It's just all very strange. Yeah. I don't know. If I see people in nice cars, I automatically think they're a tosser because I'm jealous of their car. Yeah, right. I, oh, yeah, I always just sort of go... And I can't drive, so I have no lust towards a car in any, yeah. in any way. The only car I've ever owned was a Lotus Esprit, those horrible angular <laughs> 80s cars that used to be on the video games. It's, oh, that looks so cool. Driving one nowadays would be a nightmare. Too wide, too yeah. long, too weird. It's not having it. But, yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't go up to somebody and go, that's a, that's a nice car. I think it? I assume that they're a show-off just for that. Like, oh, there yeah. he is. Just sat in his nice car, the show-off. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't wear a jazzy T-shirt sometimes. And I'm like, oh, I'm not in the mood. I'm not in the bloody mood. And the way Joey's acting is really would exacerbate that opinion, wouldn't it? If you're like, this guy's yeah. standing near his Porsche looking a bit proud, but he's outwardly just shouting, hey, basically, this is my Porsche. Look at me and my Porsche. He's got the keys he never gets inside. <laughs> right. <laughs> so this is the thing. He goes as far as to wash it. Yeah. Which is He washes and waxes it. I just feel like if you've gone that far, take it for a ride. <laughs> just take it around the block. The man who turns up with the car with the uh, and complains that Joey's cleaning his car is one of the worst actors I've seen on Friends. <laughs> Absolutely dreadful. He just turns and goes, oh, I've got to do my thing now. And like, jo- Joy acts him out the park and he's yeah. not a great actor. <laughs> he's, um, he gets quite a lot of lines for a Friends cameo, like a, a, basically an unnamed Friends cameo as well. It's <laughs> yeah. not just, this is my car, give it back. They play a good 30, yeah, 40 seconds they have a little bit. They have a little bit. The favourite bit is, uh, is where Joy's going, oh, where did I put my Porsche? And he's swinging his keys around. Oh, no, he, just, he says, uh, where's that valet got with my Porsche? And uh, the plug box fast and he goes, um, you've got the keys. <laughs> like, you can't get your, he can't get your Porsche. You've got the keys. Fundamentally misunderstood valet system. <laughs> uh, so he eventually gets caught, doesn't he, by the guy, like you say. He comes yes. along, he goes, give me my car back. Mm. At which point, I just feel like you might just give up the ghost then. That, just part, like, that part of the day is over. I've that, done. that part yeah. of your journey your is fun. over. I had a Porsche it. for a bit, <laughs> but now I'm done. But instead, he somehow sources a shop that sells an entire Porsche head-to-toe Mate, outfit. have you not fantasised about being that man? Because like there's one in there's one in Piccadilly Circus that just sells I think Lotus stuff or maybe Ferrari, Ferrari cap, Ferrari kind of racing jumpsuit, Ferrari shades. It would be a look. You, you would occasionally see people like that. How much do you reckon it would cost to just it on would a, be a whim? Surprising yeah, amount of money. That's what I think. Huge amount of money. I mean, you'd kick yourself out to like a grand's worth of gear. <laughs> if you're buying every like the hat, the jumpsuit, the boots, everything. Because it would all be quite well made. I reckon. I don't mm. know what you, what you think, people. I reckon it that that would be really well made because they'd have to monogram everything with Ferrari or Porsche or whatever. Well, like, any branded car stuff is expensive, let alone, like, Porsche stuff, which is probably inflated <laughs> price anyway. So he must have spent an absolute fortune to look like a dick. <laughs> and that man's a jobbing actor. I was going to say, it's not in keeping with his financial situation, is it? <laughs> no, not in the also, since when did Joey like cars? This is not, this is not like, a regularly <laughs> referenced thing. Just all of a sudden, he's, like, almost a bit psychotic about the Porsche. That's how he got the Top Gear's job. Yeah. <laughs> which he's just quit this week. That's how he got it. Has he quit? Uh, he's quit now, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why not? Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, he's, he's quit in, in the last few hours, in fact. You so he's just... thinking of Nick Grimshaw. <laughs> he quit the car of the radio on breakfast show. No, no, he's definitely quit. He just uh, he just said he's gone back to doing whatever. Joy. I uh, once yeah. I once saw I want I once saw a Matt LeBlanc uh, in a posh members bar, and he was and a girl was sat in his lap all night. Like she didn't move from his lap. It was so joy. It was a wonderful oh. situation. How long ago was, was this? Uh, phew, oh, a few years. Let's right. not date it. No. <laughs> 
just in case you get him into trouble. But it was just so funny that he was sat with uh, the other guy, uh, Stephen Magnum, Mag- Magnum, Stephen Mangum, or his name is from, from episodes. Um, yeah, he was sat on. on you immediately the, 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 dated it to within the production's time of yeah, episodes. Yeah, all right, well, fine. <laughs> They've had about five of seasons, haven't they? It's fine. Uh, but they, uh, yeah, there was a guy sat on his lap all night, and it really made me laugh because it was like, that is so Joey. That's, perfect, That's so it? Joey. And then, and then Don Draper walked in. I was like, this is going to get sexy. This evening's going to get real sexy. And then what happened? Uh, I went home <laughs> and did not bring a girl with me. Pete, you live such a glamorous life. I know, right? Yeah. I mean, I didn't talk to any of them. Okay, so Specialising near <laughs> Don Draper <laughs> and uh, Joey. Oh, musk. A lot of musk. Never the twain shall meet. Uh, so, so that's fine. So, um, so Joey gets the outfit and mm. he starts acting uh, terribly, hanging around doing oh. the sh- doing the shouting, basically yeah. shouting. Where's Where's my valet? Where's my valet? Look at my Porsche. And and then um, two women turn up. <laughs> is... uh, so he's met a girl earlier on who's really impressed by his car, mm. and then um, he later on. She come, brings her friend along <laughs> right. for, some, for some sitcom reason. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've seen this guy. He's got a car. Have they arranged to meet back near the car? Have they said, I'll come back later. I'll I bring mean, my mate. It, look, is it... Is it are like Maserati's like 80 grand, 100 grand. I'm fairly certain these cars aren't quite as expensive as that. Like, it's the no. first tier of supercar, isn't yeah. it, really? Those kind of cars. Yeah. It's. I mean, would you bring your friend over to look at a dude's car? Yeah, and implausible amount of people are impressed by the car. And then to actually bring <laughs> your mate, oh, I've met this guy, but he's got a car. Come and look at his car. Just come and stand in the street with us. Yeah. Don't listen. We're not going for a drink with him where he might drive his car to the bar. We're just going to go and stand in the street with him. Uh, and it turns out he's gone... Uh, like right over the edge now, hasn't he? So there's, oh, quite, mad. there's quite a lot of madness in this episode, as we'll come on to. But there is. I mean, the, I think um, any episode. I think my, one of my favourite characters back there definitely used to be um, Gunther. But mm. if you look again, if you look back at Friends, and I think that was something that was mentioned a few months ago, where uh, when Friends joined Netflix and uh, younger people got involved and had a watch of it, they, of they, they found it a little bit more problematic than I think we probably do because we remember yeah. growing up with it and stuff. Mm. And you sort of see these characters like. Ross's um, shit in this episode and what he's been up to uh, and Gunther as well Gunther was always one of like my kind of favourite characters back in the day but then you sort of go back and go oh, he's a bit of a passive aggressive thirsty <laughs> shit isn't he really yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm going to bang a woman I'm not going to tell her though yeah he wouldn't be a nice man to be around at he's any a worm. point he's no. a little nasty little worm <laughs> incel he's an incel um, god what, damn it what I would like to have seen is what must have been probably up to an hour where Joey was building the car box the box of cars <laughs> it's the yeah. fact that there are boxes like shaped like a bonnet yeah. he's gone to extreme effort to make this A look like I think if I piled boxes up I would struggle to make them look like a car that a child had drawn like <laughs> even that would be difficult and he's somehow found boxes that together look like a Porsche yeah at the front of the car they do have like these boxes that have been clearly tipped <laughs> to be round and you're like going no, well, that's that. You know, that's taken me out of it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you even get that many boxes? Suspen- suspension of box disbelief. But we're seeing the end product of this. There must have been such a long period where the people that are apparently walking back and forth <laughs> all the time, bringing their mates back and forth, well, they've just walked past him building, <laughs> building this a cardboard box cardboard car. Box car. <laughs> and with those with those covers, you don't cover the wheels as well. I'm fairly certain you don't. So you know <laughs> that's I, true. I was once in Japan and I saw um, a, a really unlikely uh, car that you'd see in Japan because the roads are very um, sort of narrow as they turn. But um, somebody had one of those covers on a limousine. <laughs> 
So it just looked like a big limo. Yeah, like a big silver crocodile <laughs> that they covered up. It was so weird. And but I yeah. love I love that when the man said so the guy uh, catches a football and falls into the, mm. the boxes. I love that's the point at which Joey goes, Enough's enough. <laughs> he spent so long building that car. Yeah, I dream. Just, just put the cover back on, mate. Rebuild your box car. <laughs> Where are those clothes going? You've got to, yeah, yeah. exactly. You've got the rest of the year to live this out. It's only that one girl. It's gone to all that effort of founding round boxes. Right. As well, you know, rebuild, yeah. go again. It's only two girls that know the truth. <laughs> Game of Thrones. The Walking Dead. Westworld. No, that's the West Wing. West, Westworld. There have been many podcasts which seek to analyse the complexities, the depth, the plot lines, the hidden story arcs, the beauty of these productions. Quite simply, the world doesn't need another one, which is why we're applying that level of discussion to the bottom of the televisual barrel and scraping it with a weekly celebration of The One Show. That's right, BBC One's flagship early evening fluff cast doesn't get the in-depth chewing over it deserves. Until now, welcome then to The The One Show Show, where we treat the Matt Baker, Alex Jones vehicle with the level of sophisticated examination one would ordinarily reserve for the likes of The Wire. It's very sad that it's come to this, isn't it, Sandy? Uh, (laughs) And with that, good night. Down in the hole. Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Let's move on to uh, the next plot line. Monica and Chandler. 
And this yes. is a bit of a non-plot line, isn't it? Nothing really happens in this. He get, Chandler gets some zingers out yeah. uh, a little bit. He's really not into looking after um, Phoebe's um, triplets. She's got some triplets Phoebe's somehow. brother's triplets. Yeah. That's it, yeah. Um, she, he's not into it. She uh, Phoebe has a, a lovely little bit where she goes, do you want to look after three adorable young puppies? And, <laughs> yeah. and they go, oh, brilliant, yeah, definitely. And then she, then she goes, and then she's leaving. They're not really puppies, they're children. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and Lee's, that's quite like... <laughs> Phoebe's very underrated, I think. Is Phoebe, is Phoebe has some great lines in this. Yeah. I love her overacting as well when she's pretending not to know about Rachel and Ross still being married as well. She's just like, I'm shocked to my very core. Like, <laughs> her, her overacting is really good. <laughs> this felt this plotline felt like a very long-winded way of of the writers getting across the message that Chandler's scared of having children. Yes, that, and that, that Monica and that Monica wants children. Right, and that yeah. was basically could have been done in two lines. <laughs> but they dedicated a good eight or nine minutes to. Yeah, it. Yeah, I think I'll sit comes and start with Monica going, "Ladies and gentlemen, I." <laughs> wants children Chandler going I don't want children <laughs> no. I've some slimming pills though yeah. <laughs> oh yeah where is he at this point uh, he's he's somewhere in the middle he's not yeah, yeah, he's yeah not, he's not too big enough to spell standard isn't he yeah, Goldilocks standard. Chandler here uh, so, so, so Chandler uh, swallows this toy gun that he's brought in. He has to go away, leaving Phoebe with these kids on her own now. Yes. And there's some mad baby movement going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another one of those where it's just like, you've not spent... An- there's a, You know when you watch a sitcom and you go, right, watching the... She knocks a, a vase or a vase, a vase over. Yes, a, a vase. vase a vase over. Vase. And um, a bit of it snaps off. And I think that was supposed to smash into pieces, like into pieces, but just a little bit comes off. And I'm mm. like, okay, right. Or maybe it wasn't because there's children around. I don't really know. But she... It cuts away from the babies for like three seconds. Counting it, mate. Nine. Nine. <laughs> yeah. And the babies have crawled away. Well, in the first instance, one of them crawls away and gets into <laughs> a drawer. <laughs> These babies... Or what they would probably call a drawer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Up until this point, these babies have been unable to move no, at all. No, they they're are, not even crawling no, babies. They are they're lying on their back. Absolutely rapid, yeah. Yeah, they're lying on the back like ladybirds that have been trapped <laughs> upside down. And suddenly, yeah, in nine seconds, one gets up, wanders over, opens a drawer, and climbs in. It's astonishing. Phoebe then goes to retrieve her, which takes about 20 seconds. Yeah. Turns around, and both the others are out of sight. I don't think this is real life. <laughs> but the I mean, utter carnage as well that these babies end up causing when Chandler and Monica eventually come back and Phoebe's sort of sat proudly amongst the mess. Like, Chandler is willing to write off Phoebe ripping a curtain rail yeah. out of the wall because <laughs> like, he just seems very willing to be like, no, it's okay, you've completely trashed the flat. It's fine. <laughs> but you've got the scene that we find is as if like a flock of eagles has come in. You know, like a proper big... <laughs> group of animals yeah. that can cause some destruction. A but raccoon these, came in. And I, yeah, I know these babies are apparently excellent movers and very yeah. impressive, but it's, it's, it feels like they wouldn't have been able to make that much mess. They've pulled a, a bit of kitchen roll off the kitchen roll, <laughs> yeah. I noticed, and uh, knocked some spices over, and it's just a mess everywhere. But yeah, it, are, we, are they trying to say that the babies did that, or Phoebe did that trying to look for the babies? I presume that's the conceit, but still... They've uh, set yeah. up the babies teleporting around so badly. <laughs> I'm willing to believe anything at this point. See, that's interesting because I, I genuinely just hadn't clicked to that. I just thought, oh, she's found the babies, and then in some some sort of <laughs> panic, some sort of panic ensued. Just, angry. Like, just yeah. angry at herself and the fact that Monica left her, just beat the shit out of her really lovely flat. <laughs> Do you want a bit of baby baby uh, trivia? Always. Of I, uh, I googled this episode and there's no trivia to be had apart from the fact that uh, little baby girl Chandler, mm. um, that uh, Chandler is, is holding, is actually a boy. 
That's the only bit of trivia available for this episode. That's Dreadful. Astonishing. Dreadful so that, trivia. <laughs> the casting of that there. So so the conceit of Little Baby Girl Chandler is that <laughs> she, she was originally a boy yeah. in the sonogram. That's why they call her Chandler. Yeah. Well, yeah, they so make it, a big thing of the fact that Chandler's yeah. a girl. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's, a, it's a girl that's supposed to be a boy that's supposed to be a girl but is in fact a boy. <laughs> The third storyline then to, to round off this episode is the sort of Ross, Rachel, and I'm going to check in Phoebe here because Phoebe plays a little part, but let's start mm. with Ross and Rachel because, I mean, this is, of all the madness we've encountered so far, this is the mad storyline alert, isn't it? So Ross, yeah. effectively, yeah. It, we join it smack bang in the middle of the sort of storyline where Ross thought it might be possible to be secretly married to his friend for the rest of his life without her, yeah, without her knowing. Yeah, yeah. I um, mean, this is dreadful from Ross, isn't it, really? I mean, this is... <laughs> Not a good un- look on any man. This is unspeakable work <laughs> from a man we're supposed to um, trust and respect and love. Yeah, we said that he, you know, he's, our favorite, he's one of our favourite characters, but good Lord. He just... Um, Worse than Gunther. <laughs> In terms of awful Ross, it's probably up there with when Ross reveals that he's aware that he's accidentally taped him and Rachel having sex. <laughs> like, it's two of those moments where you're just like, okay, there's no defending that. It is just like dreadful Ross behaviour. See, I have a bit of admiration for Ross in this in this storyline. Just the sort of faith that he places in his ability to pull this off for the next forty to fifty years. Yeah, <laughs> well, make it work. He's got a real. He's really just committed to this and, and gone. Do you know what? This could be all right. I can't see if I can't foresee a situation in which this becomes a problem but, ever. But it's like he's trying to explain himself as having a really fragile ego, but at the same time having a really strong ego yeah. that he can't bear to be a failure for the third time. Right, exactly. It's so weird. It's so bizarre. <laughs> why? Why do? Why did they? You know, like with like, have you seen the season of Atlanta? No, I haven't watched it. Yet. I've watched the first couple of episodes. For the, for the people who've never seen it, like it's one of the best things on telly. Donald Glover, Charles Gambino is everywhere, obviously, but he—it's it, incredible. But the whole of the second season are just character episodes where each character from the ensemble they, they just go off and do their own thing, right? And so the, you know, one guy will, will go off and do you know a shop a, a show where he deals where he, he just hangs out with his barber. Um, the, the 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 woman in the piece will just go out and um, the, the, the Charles Gambino's girlfriend, Donald Glover's girlfriend is. Uh, is amazing. She's in the new Deadpool and she goes off and she goes to Drake's house and for a party and stuff like that. So it's all these kind of things. Why did Friends never do that? Where it's just one character just going off and buggering off and Someone going and doing something else and, and doing just dealing with different. no... Yeah. They never really played with the format that much. Maybe it's just because it was just big stakes and they didn't want to lose audience or something. I don't know. It's but, incredible though given the amount of episodes they made. Yeah. That they never just thought, They never just experimented a little season bit. Season 8 lads. Let's do Gunther going well, they, on holiday. Well they got like a bottle episode where they're yeah. stuck in a cupboard or something like yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah exactly. So much so that it also feels weird whenever you see them outside mm. yeah so like there's episodes where like Rachel is sort of stood outside Central Perk and stuff and like even that feels unusual seeing them outside of an actual building it's yeah. like, like yes. you say they stick to the same formula mm. a lot the even scene, though it is a set it's yeah. still a set very scenes, much a set yeah when they're outside the coffee shop you are just going well that's indoors isn't it <laughs> <laughs> they're still indoors uh, but then yeah, occasionally they're in a park or something like that and you're like they've blown the They've really taken this <laughs> imagination train to town. Um, so on this one, um, Ross, Rachel, they end up going to see this judge. And mm. so then Rachel suddenly really ups the stakes in the madness. And out, out of nowhere just goes, oh, he's unstable. He's gay. He's a drug a addict. I, I, quite, I quite enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, that is a brilliant scene. Telling the judge that... <laughs> Ross is on heroin and cocaine. It just feels like Rachel, all Rachel really had to do 
to get this pushed through was prove that she wasn't as mad as Ross. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as soon as it became aware that she'd just <laughs> gone completely off the rails, the whole thing fell to shit. Well, um, her, the judge is uh, an actor by the name of uh, Conchata Farrell. Yes. Uh, and oh, she course, was and she was, <laughs> she was, was a nurse in ER. She actually played two roles, uh, roles in the ER. She started off as a nurse, did about two or three seasons as a nurse, and then came back five seasons later just as somebody else, which I quite oh. enjoyed. <laughs> she was in Edward Hands, True Romance, um, She's in Two and a Half Men. Two and a Half Men as well. For all yeah. 12 seasons. There we go. I've, I've never watched a single episode. No, God, no. someone told me. <laughs> so she's, yeah, I mean, is this she's one of big, those... She's big thing. She's a great character actor. She is big mm. cheese. Conchata Pharrell. Big shout out to her. What's she doing now? What was the last thing uh, she did? I don't did know you? what the last thing she did. Yeah. I always yeah. feel nervous about Googling the slightly older actors that appear oh, in no. because I don't want to find out that, you know, they're not with us anymore. We've had yeah. a couple of deaths, haven't we? Or incredibly racist. Oh, a couple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that too. There's a, there's a, for, for the older generation, there's only two ways of going. <laughs> Dead or racist. <laughs> That's our new feature on the podcast next week. Sorry for that. Um, there's, a, there's another bit in this plot which I'd like to pick up on. And uh, again, this doesn't... We, we were jumping into the episodes non-chronologically, so... Yeah. But I don't genuinely think at any point ever... Has Phoebe referenced Denise, her flatmate? Exactly. Who the fuck is Denise? So, so Rachel's uh, after Rachel finds out about Ross, she's mm. like, "Oh, I need to move out because I've been living at Ross's." Right. And Phoebe goes, "Oh yeah, well, I've got a problem too. My roommate Denise is away till December the 26th. But she says it in a way that suggests <laughs> that everyone should know who Denise is. She's like, "Oh, Denise hasn't like moving out and stuff." Yeah. So- do they? Do and they? Just, did the writers just sort of go? We need options for later episodes. <laughs> yeah. We've 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 mined her lookalike sister uh, as much as we can. Well, <laughs> we've mined her pretending to be her lookalike sister. Yeah. Rachel doesn't even flinch as well because Rachel's just like, oh, when does when does Denise get back? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be mad livid if I was Denise though. Like the entire premise of the show is that these characters just all happen to sort of live a bit near each other and they're all the best of friends. And Denise has never once been invited to a single party interview Denise yeah <laughs> I wonder if there's any other Denises in the friends um, in the friends show just to sort of I'm just, just give, it, it give, a Google, give a Google see if uh, there's any other Denises Dave that's a good point about parties because friends the, all those friends characters invite all sorts of people to their flat parties <laughs> Denise hasn't even been invited to one of those they have random yeah. people off the street at their New Year's Eve parties those New Year's Eve parties and you're like right where's the where's their black friend where's that because <laughs> it's the whitest show in town for crying out loud Ross has one black girlfriend at some point during the series and that's one Charlie, yeah. yeah and 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 she's like she's genuinely an interesting uh, actor she's incredible uh, she's she's like a famous geek or something she's incredible uh, but uh, yeah they they're not very um uh, diverse let's say as a, mm, as a TV right. show um so they invite all these people and they're like just like the different nations of the world <laughs> arrive <laughs> like, it's the whitest show in town oh it's incredible uh, denise really there's very little about denise on the in- the entire oh so internet. this is the actual so this is the actual um so i was just wondering if there's another denise that we could kind of connect the dots and so Z- there are zero Denise. Zero Denises. <laughs> Robert Denise. Uh, no, apparently it's been referenced many times that Phoebe just lives alone. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Denise I mean, has moved in. I found an entire article on Vulture uh, about how Phoebe has created a fictional character like called sch- Denise. Schizophrenia. Uh, well, really vague here because I can't remember the exact details. But isn't there one episode where Phoebe references someone? Um, that maybe she lives with or a friend or something and the rest of them are like who are you talking about do you know what I mean oh what they reference that fact right I don't know if it's about Denise but I feel like Phoebe references a friend at one point and they're all like who 
It might be the niece. Maybe, oh maybe, we've, maybe we've been mistaken about the number of times the niece. I can't click through to this Vulture uh, article because is it behind a paywall? There's, no, there's problems with cookies. Oh, and they won't, they won't let me check the box. But oh. the, the, the bit, the little Google two sentences says Phoebe has a fictitious roommate named Denise, whom she uses to teach lessons to her friends. Oh, so she's used it before as like, like a, a little... moral compass. <gasps> Bring out Denise when there's a problem. (laughs) Well, if you knew Denise, I don't know how. Do do lesson more like. (laughs) Right, should we do the quiz? Let's do the quiz. This is our attention to detail quiz, Pete. So, a few any of the things you might not have necessarily remembered. Oh right, okay. That we might just tick off in a little lightning round at the end. Five. As as we as we discussed earlier on, or as I told you earlier on, I'm very forgetful. So. Yeah, well, do you know what? A couple of weeks ago, we had Luke Franks on, who yes. has the worst memory in the world of any human I've ever met. Really? And even he, <laughs> he's so young. Oh, beautiful. I mean, he can't re- <laughs> he can't remember any like anything. Oh, like at poor all. Luke. I know. I mean, he's he's doing very well in other areas. He remembers uh, his hair um, upkeep. <laughs> Yeah. He remembers how to get that lovely tousled look. Or is it tousled? Let's tousled, ask mate. Monica from Friends. Is it tousled? <laughs> it's one of those words that you see written down, but nobody ever bloody uses it anymore. So you go, tousled, and people go, what the fuck are you saying? Toosled. Toosled. Pete, how long ago did you watch this episode? Um, about, uh, it was before work, so I've pressed okay. the control or delete button. So yeah, about four hours ago. Okay, you should okay. you should retain should okay? some stuff. Okay, there's, right. There's there's a variety of um, <laughs> difficulty in this quiz. I'm gonna, okay. let's, let's start with question one. How's everybody else fared on this? By the way, it's, re- it's a real it's range. A real mixed bag. Like we've right, had okay. a couple of proper yeah. stinky zeros. Is that what Luke? Is, uh, no, Luke got two out of five. Yeah. John Holmes disgraced himself. <laughs> okay. he got zero out of five. <laughs> um, that's the worst performance. He's by. easily distractible, though. To be fair, <laughs> he's quite because he's so he's so poppy and kind of like he's always looking for a gag. He's like, I'm not not interested in this. I'm not listening to this. <laughs> And then my friend Simon from school, who's appeared on this podcast, got, I think, something like eight out of five because Whoa. we just kept going to see where the <laughs> limits would be and he just never stopped. So we're like, all right, fair. That's, oh, fabulous. That's okay. what you've got to hit. Right. Question one. What is Gunther's hourly rate at the coffee shop? Oh, he's buying a, f- he's buying a car, isn't he? Mm. I remember the I remember the total was like six hundred. I I I uh, waited for three hundred years and bought it. Right. Um, so yeah. it was. I'm gonna say. I'm just gonna guess seven dollars an hour. Do you know what? It's four dollars an hour. That's particularly low. That's, That's very even low. for the nineties. That's How weird. is he living in New York? This is why I call my. <laughs> he lives. He lives in the Central Park. He lives in Central Park, and he <laughs> cool. just behind the counter. And he crawls he sub- under the counter. And he night. subsists on a diet of being a creeperzoid. <laughs> Question two. What was Chandler's high school coach called? Oh, why would I even know that? He calls a little he calls him little baby Chandler Coach yeah. Smith. Uh, no. Incorrect. It's Coach Reuben. Co- Reuben. Where would that have come from? I wouldn't even have guessed that. It's one of those details in Friends that they wheel out every now and then where having the name of the coach adds absolutely nothing. <laughs> well, they've clearly put, some, put it in for some reason. They've written it in the Bible. Yeah, exactly. I remember watching, I re- after the first um, season of Friends, and it was a big smash for Channel 4, they had like limited time with the cast. They had about half an hour with the yeah. cast. And I can't remember who hosted the show, um, but they basically, um, it was someone like, it was like a T4 presenter basically, just did a, did a show where um, he got um, 
a live studio audience to to throw questions at the, at the friends casts. And um, there was this one lad who was like the uh, who ran like a forum or ran like a fan site for friends, mm. and he got every single last question right to the most ridiculous degree. From it would be like doing this quiz, but about any of the episodes basically, and he got them right every single time. Oh, I so I'm not him. <laughs> you are not him. I'm not him. I think you might get yourself a point here though, Pete, because there is this question is about something that's discussed in a bit more detail, isn't it, Dave? Question three. Where do we learn that Ross and Rachel had their wedding reception after they got drunkenly married? Oh, I'm sorry, Pete. I've picked this up and now you're going to fail. Uh, well, it, was, it was Vegas, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, they went somewhere afterwards. Oh. They got the couple's special, newlywed special. Oh, yeah, that's right. Epcot Centre, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's something quintessentially American, isn't it? not Pottery, Pottery Barn, is it? <laughs> Talking about that before, haven't you? Pizza Hut, no, mate. Pizza Hut? Yeah. Pizza. That's so basic. So basic. It's ah. such a strange reference, isn't it? That's all right. Sorry, all right. guys. Don't worry, mate. Don't... I'm having a stinker, aren't I? I'll tell you what, mate. You'd have to apologise to us. <laughs> uh, question four. What action figure does Chandler want to introduce the babies to? See, do you know what? When I wrote this question, I thought this would be right up Pete Donaldson Street. Also, I had no idea what this action figure was. No, so I, I, don't thought, think it's, I don't think it's real, is it? I think it's, yeah. Shall I Google it? It's, like, it's like Captain Thor or something. Captain <laughs> bloody... Uh, it's one syllable. It's a one syllable. One syllable. Word. Zod. No, he's real. It's close, um, though, yeah. Zog. No, that's too shit. Um, <laughs> it's not too shit based on what the answer is. <laughs> Zot. Uh, the answer is Krog. Krog. Is that not real uh, then? I thought it was a real one. No, I've Googled yeah. it. Nothing. Krog. Uh, I wonder how they made that. They must have just got like a different toy. It's quite an intricate stuck, toy, isn't it? Stuck, a, stuck some horns on it. If it's not a thing, then yeah, what the hell is he What the hell is he holding? I'm very visual. I remember his red horns. That's <laughs> his red windy horns. Weirdly, there's a whole... <laughs> this is another thing that we're discovering, Dave, that there is... A whole article <laughs> on the internet somewhere about every tiny detail of Friends. Brilliant. For example, I've just found, who is Krog, the action figure from the TV show <laughs> Friends? They're asking the same questions that we're asking, to be yeah. fair. They've probably answered them. Oh, okay. This actually, this actually makes an interesting point. Okay. Because the point of the figure was to represent a dangerous toy, they couldn't use a real toy or they will get sued by the company that made it. Uh, so they made it. Yes, that is, that is interesting. To be fair, because yeah. I was about to say that because they have referenced like GI Joe in previous ones and Action Man yeah. and Barbie right, and stuff. Okay. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Someone's thinking, aren't they? Someone yeah. doesn't want to get sued. Good legal department there. Question five, final question. Uh, this is where you can really earn your money back. This is the last one. It's the last one, mate. Oh god, last question. Last <laughs> oh, question. No, this is dreadful. Doesn't time fly when you're getting all the questions <laughs> wrong? What did Ross think it would be funny to do just before Rachel decided it'd be funnier to get married? What did Ross think it would be funny to do? So this is at the end when Rachel goes, she makes this confession, do you remember? She goes, oh, it was my idea for us to get married in the first place when we were pissed in you Vegas. You said this, and then I said, let's go get married. I, I, guys, I'm absolutely rubbish at this. I'm really sorry. It's I really right, don't mate. take it in. You're going to have to give me the answer, I'm afraid. The answer is, eat a lot of grapes. Oh, yes. I do remember that. Uh, you know what? That is the only one where I sort of got, yeah, fair dues. I should have yeah. known that one. Yeah, that's fine. I, I felt like mind. if you hadn't got it immediately, you weren't going to get it. <laughs> do you know what? You've, you've homesed it. Wow. You've absolutely yeah. John homesed it. That is, that is particularly poor. What, no, can really. you remember the questions that he got given from his random episode that I've never watched? Probably. What was his one? The boobies one, wasn't it? Yeah. Right, here we go. I've got the quiz. Oh, I mean, you're not going to get this. Mate. <laughs> All right, let's quick fire do any of these ones. Yeah. What is Joey's dad's business? Oh, no. 
No. Pipe fitting. Pipe fitting. <laughs> what oh, is? Because he's an Italian American guy. He's a plumber. <laughs> what is the surname of Ronnie, the woman Joey's dad's having an affair with? Oh, you got no chance. No, of any of you know, no, no, no. Well, that's a Rapalano. <laughs> <laughs> what is the name of Joey's doctor? <laughs> No, I can't remember the tailor. Remember the tailor? Oh, yeah. Remember Chandler's... Uh, oh, yeah, when he's Chandler's getting felt up by the tailor. That's how, you get, that's how you fit trousers. That's how you fit pants. In, in prison. prison. Uh, Dr. Bazita. I mean, yeah, I, I, no, I don't they, know going to be. I think if you didn't get any of the ones you watched four hours ago... I'm surprised that John got even close to getting zero, to be yeah. honest. That's a stinking, that's a stinking quiz. I hate um, this show. Oh, sorry, mate. Well, please come back on it, will you? Yeah. When we run out of friends. Uh, thanks thanks, thanks for coming week. on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right, mate. Jesus. We're blacklisting Pete now. No, sorry, we're blacklisting <laughs> Peter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, well. really confusing. Hey, Pete Donaldson, thanks very much. Yeah, guys, thanks so much for this. I enjoyed this immensely. Thank you, Pete. Thank yeah. you very much. That's an absolute pleasure. Uh, we'll be back next time with more... Uh, I've stopped saying next week just because our p- p- schedule, schedule is schedule. Yeah, really taking a hit. We'll be back next time with more stuff. Bye now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.